Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Dwight Oswald, and we are continuing on today in our series, The Right Kind of Faith. And I've titled this particular devotional, Apostates and Accountability. Full-blown apostates are hardened unbelievers who have known great spiritual privilege. And it is because of great spiritual privilege that they are so very accountable. We note from Jude the following examples. Number one, they are in line with the example of those who knew firsthand the great power of the Lord in the deliverance out of Egypt, but then turned back from God, Jude 5. Number two, they are like the angels who knew firsthand of heaven and then abandoned God, Jude 6. Number three, they are like the privileged Sodom and Gomorrah who knew of God's great physical blessing and yet rebelled, Jude 7. Number four, they are like Cain, who had privileged first-hand revelation from God, but defiantly turned his back on it, Jude 11. Number five, they are like Balaam, who was blessed with special revelation, and yet abandoned it for a self-agenda, Jude 11. Number six, they are like Korah, who served in a very privileged role, and yet rebelled, Jude 11. The thing about apostates that makes them so very inexcusable is that they have had great light, they have had great opportunity, and yet with a high hand of rebellion, they have walked away from it. It is similar to the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, which was so serious because of the first-hand evidence of the power of the Spirit working miracles through Jesus. There was no forgiveness for this level of rejection and blasphemy. Compare Matthew 12, 31-32. It's like Hebrews 6 and 10, as well as 2 Peter 2, where the accountability is so severe because of the great light they have experienced, but then reject it. Hebrews 6, 4-6. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened, once enlightened, have tasted the heavenly gift, have become partakers of the Holy Spirit, have tasted the good word of God, the powers of the age to come, if they fall away, it's impossible to renew them again to repentance, since they crucify again for themselves the Son of God and put him to an open shame. And then in Hebrews 10, 26, we read, For, it, for if we sin willfully after, after, we have received the knowledge of the truth. After we have received the knowledge of the truth. If we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins. And then in 2 Peter 2, 20 through 21, for if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled in them and overcome, the latter end is worse for them than the beginning. For it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than having known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered them. This is the nature of apostasy. These are not those in some remote part of the world who have never heard. These heard. They knew full well, but then rejected. They rejected the clear light of God's revelation. The more light, the more accountability. 
That is why apostasy is so very serious and why the writer of Hebrews so strongly warns those who are wavering, saying, if today they hear, his, they hear God's voice, not to harden their hearts. Compare Hebrews 3, 7 through 13. Jude writes concerning those who are no longer wavering. They are hardened apostates. They have thrown all caution to the wind and abandoned God with brazen boldness. And yet, and yet, they still mingle with God's people. Therefore, Jude writes with passion. He is concerned because these wicked apostates have come into the context of the church family where they are now exerting their influence. Great spiritual privilege means great accountability, and apostates left unchecked in the body pose great danger. This is why we must earnestly contend for the faith. This is Pastor Dwight Oswald signing off for now.